welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. It's our 100th episode. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Ready and, and it goes. Ta-da! Red bus. 
Um, yeah, they are our most repeated guest, Mike Poppin. So, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. If if you don't, then you'll find out hopefully soon, <laughs> or maybe not. We don't know. It's episodes. a mystery. But yeah, let's see what time is it. Yeah, we've got to get ready to board the boat soon. Going so on a boat. I'm on a boat. <laughs> so hopefully we'll show you some clips from the boat if if everything pans out as as it should. And uh, see you again. See what we're doing.
for a lads day. So but there, there were women there drinking beer. We weren't the only ones. But so. I will say, yeah, we weren't the only ones yeah. by any means. Yeah. Um, and what was really interesting was they also had like the ring station and everything yes. else. It was, it was well what I call the bucket bucket. They had that. That yeah. was really good. Um, yeah. And people were actually using it. Yeah. So it was kind of like you knew it wasn't people that were just like it's a beer cruise. Yeah. Like you knew that it was people that actually genuinely like drink beer and yeah, enjoy different beers beer specifically. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think there was a good selection. There was dark sand sours and pails, there was some cider, there was some lager. I think there was something for everyone. And they were and they were split up quite yeah. well in the sense of it was like sours or sour yeah. and saison and then it was like hazy and IPO slash pale and then there was stouts together. Yeah. So you weren't kind of like feel like a stout where do I go it yeah. wasn't a scattergun it's very well yeah it was well organized organized in that sense top tip if you want to get a beer quickly when you first get off go to the sales first because like people like no one it was, was buying like, the sales everyone was going for the like, they were like the Oprah of like hazies like if you get a hazy and you get a hazy and everyone and I was hazies. like it's not their I fault a black current goes thank you very much it was also quite it's quite warm it's quite yeah. hot so you kind of understand that to a degree of like a lot of people naturally in the heat will gravitate towards like a pale or like an IPA or yeah. something but it was just all, I mean we gravitate I feel like which is sours when it's so yeah out. I do um, and, and then we went to like dot brown and stouts and yeah yeah it was yeah. it was a really good mix of selection yeah. um, uh, and we got cheese board we got cheese board yeah top tip that what my only suggestion kind of suggestion more crackers. more crackers. We want because more I'm very crack heavy. Yeah. I like more of a cracker to cheese yeah. ratio. Yeah. Um, but that being said, it was really good, interesting, yeah. tasty and it was, stuff. Yeah, it was uh, cheeses from Neil's yard, and there was a brie that was found in Birchwood. I don't even like brie, and I didn't try it because I'm not a brie person. But I looked at it and I was like, oh, that looks really quite interesting. Fun, actually, it was, it was really tasty. And there's blue cheese, which was really good. I had all of that because Tori doesn't like blue cheese. Yay, more blue cheese. Not a fan. So yeah, what we're drinking now? Yeah, you've got the. I've got the fruit salad sour from Yonder. Yonder. Love that Yonder. Blueberry cheesecake yep. from Yonder. And then we've got. I just basically what I like to do when I go to a bar. So like top tip. If anyone, yeah, I say top tip, but I guess it depends what you want. If you don't know what you want, or you can't decide, or there's like a lot of options. I mean, there's thirty now. Yeah. If you don't know, I like to just go up and be like, "What's your favourite?" Depending on where I am. It's just a place that's mostly like yeah. stuff that's not for me and like won't do that but if I'm at a craft beer bar and there's a lot of options I might just say to the person like can you just give me your favourite one if I don't know what I'm in the mood for and there's quite a variety I'll just ask so that's basically what I did with the sharing one this um, one here you watch the got video. a it was number 22 pretty decent neighbourhood watch which named pretty great and yep. it's an IPA uh, so I think it's pretty decent it's quite tasty very fruity very like the fruitiness of it smells like yeah. so really good. I barely touch this one because I'm sort of having half of this first and then moving on. My uh, my fruit salad sour basically smells like fruit salad sweets. So I don't think I've ever actually had a fruit we salad sweet. Did we have this conversation about drumsticks as well? We probably did. Yeah. Same similar fruit salads and at least and I didn't like my eyes weren't like yeah. She didn't do a I was yes. like nod. She was I like, was I, like I genuinely don't know. <laughs> um it's yeah, good stuff. It's a, this is a really chill spot mm -hmm. in a railway arch because I feel like if we're going to do beer, like this is, I feel like 90% of how beer, craft beer establishments function are like, <laughs> you want to, so, so you want to do a craft beer, here's how you do it, <laughs> find the railway arch. 
can get fair amount of privacy, space. I think. Yeah, and it's a lot of space. It's like nice to You get out. both sides of the railway yeah. arch. It's not like some railway arches where you've just got the front and then maybe the back's beer garden it's you can enter from both sides. Uh, so yeah. Right, we'll, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna strategize where we're gonna go next. This uh, again I want to emphasize these are not all my beers. She's, she's for, got all, two beers. for all uh, two of us. <laughs> we, um, we're gonna strategize where we go next. And we'll be back with you in another chat room. And yeah things fall down. So Cheers. see you later. Uh, right you may have noticed we are back in the studio. <laughs> We promised you yeah, the studio, our houses. We promised you that we were like, we'll check back in. I think like we literally yeah. were like, we'll check back in at the next place. And then we subsequently did not do that. No, we, we didn't do that. We were having too much fun and uh, some of the places were too noisy. I think so there was, it. it was a, for me, it was a combination of like, there was noise. There wasn't really a great place to yeah. pull over and start recording. And, but really, what happened was, I think we then met up with people and it ended up being a lot more social. So we couldn't really be like, excuse us, stop. We're going to record now. And we got carried away in conversations. And yeah, so it just Which means didn't that we happen. Were, that just means we were at the best tap rooms then. So we can highly recommend the ones that we went to and we'll tell you about them. Um, after the craft beer cruise and after... Beer passport. Yeah, after Mother <laughs> Kelly's, we took a little jaunt using the craft beer passport um, and we headed to Werewolf in Camden because Tori hadn't been there yet. Hadn't been. I love Camden. I wanted to go. I love Rich. I wanted to see Rich and Polly. I wasn't sure yep. if they'd be there and we were like, you know what, let's do it. But I got my stamp, people. She got a stamp. We got our, what was it, buy one, get one free? Yeah, I think so. I mean, but hilariously, we spent so much. We we had loads of beers in there. So. <laughs> we tried. So they had four four beers on tap, yes. and we tried um, like at least a half of all of them. Yeah, we definitely did. We had uh, so there was their Moonstomp, which is the rice lager. That was beautiful. Uh, so beautiful. Love that. Um, yokai, which was a blackberry and mint sour. Oh, so good. Amazing as well, and it was an amazing name. I love yeah. the name. Um, I can't remember what the Rye IPA was called, but also beautiful. I definitely drank it. We drank all of it. Drank all of them. Um, and then on top of that, oh, Stray Cat. So Stray Cat, their Citrus Session Ale. Ah, yeah. And then there was Horror Show, which was their Rye IPA. Yeah, they're all excellent. Like, I, so far, have not had a bad beer from Werewolf. Like, all of their beers, I'm just like, this is so tasty. So... Definitely. I'm laughing because as I was scrolling through, I then <laughs> the have pictures. a photo. Well, I've, yeah, I've got a photo of uh, Jethro's full circle socks. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we met, we met with the lovely Emmy Harrison West and her partner Jethro. Um, Jethro was full circle socks. Literally, they we were like, them. they were like, she was like, Jethro was full circle socks for you, <laughs> and then he was like, boom. <laughs> and so I've got good. a photo of it. Yeah. I um, love the both of them. Yeah. So much. We had the like, best time. We, it was such a good day. we met Jethro for the first time at Arendelle and Friends. Yeah. And uh, I think like Rick really liked him. And he's just like, they are so easy to just ha- like get on with and have a good yeah. time and have a good conversation with. So much fun. I literally love them. They are the good sharers of crisps. <laughs> yes, they are definitely good. Like I bought, I've got Joe some crisps. She's like, get yeah. some crisps. So, right? And he's like, well, I've got crisps to well, share. Crisps. <laughs> I was like, I'll get crisps. more crisps anyways. Yeah, we'll get more crisps. Um, and we did, like, if you've not been to Werewolf, uh, uh, you need to go do it because 
before Rich was telling me, like, so he was doing like his tax return and everything and looking at stuff. And he bought the he bought some old like um haunted house ghost train. It was the ghost train. If ghost you listen to train. our episode with Werewolf, yeah. he literally talks about Kurt that. Tells about it. He got he bought like ghost train um carts, <laughs> I suppose. And we'll props. Them. And props <laughs> and all of this. And they're all around the railway arch. Um Bits and of it's photos so, here it's and so there perfect. and it's everywhere. So, it's so perfect. And perfect, like just the best thing. And it turned out that he bought them a whole year before he even got brewing equipment. So I remember brilliant. him telling us he bought the stuff yeah. and he didn't even know where he was going to put yeah. it. And he was just like, well, I've got this now for when I've got, like he didn't have the space down yet. And he no. was like, well, I've got the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's brilliant. And it's really great for taking photos in. We took lots so of photos. photos. Um, some I of them made... look super dodgy and you can make really <laughs> hilarious photos I'm like one looks like they're having a pee and it's like it looks like you've just caught him having a pee it's really the other one looks like it's doing a shady drug deal yeah it's, uh, although it's when cool. when we took photos of Tori it just looked like she was holding his hand yeah it did just look like I was holding his hand because I think it's just I didn't have the sketchiness in no, my face she's so not sketchy like, oh, now not sketchy enough. there's an excellent jukebox playing away like it's just it's a really good little area to go and the beer is just chef's so good and the price point is amazing and i don't have it because i put it away but i bought my werewolf hat and i loved it yeah you bought a werewolf hat we both got we got badges we got badges we've both got t-shirts now we are big old fans of werewolves so yeah i got my t-shirt in the crowdfunding so now i've got a hat a badge and a t-shirt five stars highly recommend yeah and and it turned out we got there yeah. And Rich was there. Yeah. We were like, yeah. And then we were sat down, minding our own business, because yeah. Rich was talking to some other people. We're yeah. like, we'll speak to you in a minute. Yeah. We were, I think we were actually probably preparing to be like, what should, you know, we were waiting for Emmy and Jethro. And we're like, we've got some minutes. Like, should we record? Like, what should we do? And then all of a sudden, box up Polly. Polly turned <laughs> up. Now, you may remember Polly. We talked to her when she worked at Solvay Society, but she now works at Werewolf. Um, and her friend was over from Canada, so we were talking to them, and it was just, it was such a good time. It was like, really good. We stayed there yeah. longer than we were. Literally, like we are on a strict, like we'll get one drink and move on. Rules. I mean, Tori was on a strict, and then we turned up at the bar and we were like, we need to have one each of these. Yeah, and then we were kind, of, yeah, we were like, we because our game, well, the game plan that we had discussed, Tori's was like, game, we, plan, game plan, the game plan was like, out. we want to have like. We want to be able to like have something and then go some somewhere else and yeah. and and not experience be that we all the things. Have any more drinks? So it's like let's just go like halves or thirds or like whatever. And then we got to where off and it's like oh they've only got four on. So really a half of each is only really two pints. So it's not really that big of a deal. And we were there for quite a while, so it was good. And I ended up getting um they had a mash gang pilsner alcohol free pilsner. So I grabbed one of those because. I've been trying a lot of alcohol-free stuff, and Mash Gang's usually quite good. Um, I was the only thing I was gutted about, and I did tell Rich was like, "You don't have the pumpkin beer on anymore." And I know. Hopefully, he'll be making more of that. I think that's going to come back at Halloween because I mean, it needs to. I told him that it it tasted like my favorite pumpkin beer ever, so and I feel like that's by the time. A yeah, that one might it. be. That's my favorite. I think like UK pumpkin beer. Yeah um and then by the time this episode comes out it might already be passed i can't remember but they're having a release for their um blood orange yes the shandy the blood orange uh, shandy. radler 
Radler. Blood Orange and Basil, I think it is, Radler. Um, I can't go, but it sounds like it's an amazing event because uh, Kimberly Craft Beer Pinup is going to be there and she's going to talk Cole's about... Melissa Cole is going to be there. They're going to have a little chat about uh, about the industry and such like. It's going to be great. Um, the beer raises money for a good cause as well. Um, so if you can get down to that, check out Werewolf's social media because that is on there if we haven't gone past it. And I think, Tori, you're going to try and get there? I am going to try to get there. It's yeah. the 6th, Saturday the 6th, uh, which yeah. I, I think our episode's coming out right. Yeah, oh, this will be after it. That. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, so try and get try and get the Radler anyway, because that'll be out so you can get it. And that's that's just delicious. what it's being really. They're having just yeah, a big launch. They're having a big so launch. And I am go going to try to get there if I can, because it's Saturday in the afternoon. So if you get there, can you try and get me a can if it's can? Because I obviously <laughs> wasn't going to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just in case you forget. I have I ever forgotten no. to get you a beer anywhere I've gone? No. Uh, even the greek beers have turned <laughs> even up even the greek beers which actually hang on before we move on to the rest of the day yeah so we were in we were in london really what this started off as when we originally planned to do this was joe you got tickets to go on the craft beer cruise yeah my lovely husband bought me for my birthday tickets to go to the london craft beer cruise uh and we were like well we're gonna go do that that sounds fun that'd be you know good to see how that goes it was very fun uh, we enjoyed it. The, you've heard our rundown of it already. And then we were like, well, we're in London. So what are we going to do? So it started off as a craft beer yeah. cruise. And then we were like, you know, we can go out for some drinks because if we're going to go all the way yeah. to London, let's make the most drink. of it. We can go do some of our beer passport, like happy days. Great. Um, and this was all before things started happening. And then it turned out to be, well, actually, we're going to have a hundredth episode. This is great. We'll celebrate our hundredth episode. But in that other time, more things have happened. Joe, do you want to say what you are celebrating outside of our 100th episode? Um, For I, anyone that doesn't yeah, know by the time I this episode I mean, comes I out. kept it quite quiet. Um, by the time this episode comes out, people are going to know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, they will do by then. Um, no, because I don't start until after we put this episode out. They're not? No. Okay, so, we don't have to um, say specifics. Keep it vague. So, yeah. So, I, I might have a job in actual beer. What, what? I might have a job in actual beer. Um, which well, I do. I'm starting a new job. You're like, oh, I might do. Beer. You signed a contract. It's happening. I signed a contract. It's happening. <laughs> I've got things booked in already. I don't want to say yeah. who it is. That's I won't say fine. who I'm working You'll figure for. it out eventually. But, but yeah, but I am. I'm going to be working in beer for a, for a company that's in beer. It's very exciting. Also, is there anything else that's happened positive that um, you want to maybe celebrate? Yeah, I mean, maybe by the time this goes out, it might be official, official. But um, I've had results back from half of my certified Cicerone exam. And I have passed my written exam Yay. with like 93%. <laughs> that's a bit good. Yeah, it's a bit good <laughs> if we're downplaying it. Yeah, I mean, sure. even if it's I don't taste good. my t- pass my tasting part now, which I, uh, I think I might have done. I feel I feel okay about it. We won't count our chickens or anything. I feel okay about it, but I think that's a fair achievement. I would agree. Yeah. Anything else? Anything you can think of that I'm not thinking of? Um, I think that's all of my things. Lots my... of beery things this year. 
I think we're not so much beery things. I'm celebrating the fact that I got my suitcase back. Yay! I mean, that is a beery Greece. thing. No, that is a beery thing. It's sort it of had beer thing. in it, and it had your and all my t-shirts, yeah. which I started replacing. Yeah. And I was like, "Devo," because, like I said, I I tried to go and rebuy the elusive shirt, and yeah. I got one, but it was it was a size that was a few sizes too big. But I was like, "I'll take it and I'll tie it up, and maybe can Joe still, can help me yeah, make it into make something fun different." Like I was like, "Joe can help me." I don't have sewing abilities. I'm not handy like that. I was like, Joe can help me make this like even better at some point. I mean, I did ask you and you're like, I'll help you. Yes, no, we can totally do that. Um, I've got two books on t-shirt making. So I was, I was literally like, right, I'm going to take it because I want the shirt and they might not be making this V-neck anymore, but it's not going to fit me like a V-neck but whatever I'm just gonna have it and then yeah my uh my bag turned up like two months later I was was on the middle of a work call having a conversation (laughs) I was in the middle of doing an internal conversation about something and I literally my front door is in eyesight and I this is the desk that I work at which is why it's a bit of a chaos around me all the time uh my beer stuff is there but you don't (laughs) really see it anymore like you used to because of how I work now uh and I stopped and I looked and I went I'm really sorry guys my suitcase has just turned up and literally like all the people on the call were like yeah <laughs> and I was like so anyways she messaged me she messaged me and was just like guess what's turned up and I'm like she was like I don't beer? know beer I was like I don't know beer and I was like oh, good suitcase <laughs> and I was like yes to both I was expecting that at least the beer that I packed would have probably been like either yeah. confiscated or broken or like something nope all no, there all in really really like all good. I mean, whether I don't know how it was stored. I mean, it might have been cooked. So we'll I'm not. Out. I don't know how it will taste. We'll explore <laughs> this, this together. This might be a fun, like, off flavor training. <laughs> yeah, we'll do an episode because we've got the same beers, so we'll yeah. record it and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, I'm literally looking at them right now. I'm sorry, babies, because <laughs> I didn't mean to keep you like that. Uh, so I don't know how they'll actually come out, but I yeah. immediately was like, we have to detox them. Go, go, go. Like, put them in the fridge immediately. Like, yeah, it was it was not great. Uh, so that was really probably the main point of celebration for me. That's good. That's a good thing like, to celebrate. I feel like there were other things, but I think, like, that totally, like, overshadowed. Yeah. Just everything. <laughs> I was like it's back and I don't have to replace I don't have to replace all the things which is really great so and this dear listeners tells you that you should be celebrating the all the things in life but also the medium things the wins no matter how small it's still a win yeah but the lesson is you celebrate it also don't take all your favorite t-shirts on holiday don't 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 try to be cute don't try to be cute Take the ones that are your most favourite, put them on your carry-on. Don't put them all in your suitcase. Yeah, don't put the good stuff in the suitcase. Don't fly EasyJet. <laughs> don't pay for an overweight bag. And <laughs> don't pack beers with you that you're not sure you don't want to see again. Uh, yep, that covers it. Yeah, these are these are <laughs> life tips for you. My pro- I can give <laughs> you, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I can give you so many more tips about what not to do with your suitcase. <laughs> Uh, but yeah so I think those were the wins that we were celebrating it was like our 100th episode which was really great and then in the process of us planning this day we literally it was like oh and then this happened and then this happened and then I was like my suitcase is back so it was a really I feel like overall just proper celebration celebration it was sunny 
we met amazing people we drank some really good beer it was a good Loved day it. It was good so yeah day. so we went to werewolf we went to werewolf and then that's like like you said that's where we met up with Evan yep. and jethro and then we went back to black horse because uh, yes. they live around that area yes. so i'll let you sort of yeah, so explain the rest from there. There's quite like this it's quite a nice kind of build up of breweries around the Black Horse area now around I'll tell you specifically. Yeah. I think in the Wild beer passport Card, alone. I think Wildcard was the first one that was out so, that way. So you've got in the beer passport alone, you've got the Beerble Fish Brewing Co. Exhale Brewing, uh, and Signature Brew Co. But that's also um, there was a few others there, including I think Hackney Brewery was there, yeah. Wildcard Brewers. There, they're a bit apparently they're a bit further out walking than the rest yeah. of them from the station. But also, when I looked, in addition to that, uh, it's quite close. Like it's not too. It's like one stop away or something from Tottenham Hale, which yeah. has one mile end, which is again a little bit further out. But it's there. You've got Aura Brewing, and then Pressure Drop was around there, yeah. and there was just like a few more scattered in that area. And, and there's then, a few more pillars, is the other way as well. Isn't yeah, it? and then you have Walthamstow Central, which has the signature brew code, the collab. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the, and and pillars, and then there was a few other like crafty places. Like there was some place called I think uh, Beer Beer and Burger or something oh, like yeah. that that had like really like quality looking burgers. And actually, a pretty extensive craft beer range, including some stuff from Europe. Oh, so it looked really good. We yeah. didn't, we didn't get that far. <laughs> we didn't um, get but it is styling itself <laughs> as the Black Horse Beer Mile. So you know, if you've done Bermondsey a few times, you fancy something different. The Black Horse Beer Mile is your new destination. I think uh, we managed to make it to Signature, and we had a beer in Exhale, but then we had to go because I needed to get a train. Right. But um, uh, Emmy really, Emmy. really kindly ran because she knew we weren't going to get to Beerblefish. Yeah. Ran over to Beerblefish and came back and got us yeah. a ginger beer and ball. Us a beer each, so we got beer. But she like, was like, "I've got you!" This yeah. like she ran off, and then we were like, "Where's Emmy gone?" He's like, "She's gone to Beerblefish," yeah. and then she came back and she's like, "I've got you guys beers," because she knew that we really wanted to yeah. get there and we just couldn't get there but it's fine because it just means we've got to go back and experience it again it's true um so basically what we're saying is if you want to experience some beer adventures we can recommend the london craft beer cruise we can recommend the beer passport and pretty much anything in there we can recommend visiting werewolf we can recommend the black horse beer mile um, go and check out those breweries around there so i think the thing is as well is like the craft beer cruise the thing that really surprised me was i went in like not really having that much research of it knowing that yeah. much about it i said this i think i don't know if i said it in the recording or not but I, I went in expecting it to be like craft beer but then like being like oh it's camden hells or like something like that like right. that level of like oh craft beers, and like maybe one or two like I don't know, like Tiny Rebel or something like that, like something that was a lot, or like Brewdog, something that was a lot more large scale. Um, And then when we showed up and it was like, uh, the person that checked us in was like, oh yeah, we've got Siren on, like leave it to me. I think I said on the call, leave it to me to go all the way to London for Craft Beer Cruise and there's frigging Siren (laughs) Siren. range on there. Um, But they were like, oh, you know, they've got a female brewer and they've got, and I was like, yeah. And I found that actually, it meant that they actually knew what they were 
bringing on board yeah. like they had actually researched and been trained about what they were bringing on board yeah. they're like Anne's Batch and Hobday and Wildcard and Siren and uh, Thornbridge and and I think Sarah who I spoke to on there is a beer sommelier so they they know what they're talking so when they say craft beer cruise they mean proper craft beer you know not when you walk past the pub and it's brewed on Camden like it they say oh it's craft beer it's but it's proper, really and like they know what they're doing and they and they are like they have food on board there's like cheese boards charcuterie um sausage rolls and like uh you can talk to them and they can like suggest beers that are available to go with the food that you're buying like it's the full experience and it was pretty chilled like I wondered if it'd be a bit more rowdy. I mean, um, they did have like a stag do on it, but I wouldn't yeah, say that the stag do was wasn't yeah. a rowdy stag do. And I'm wondering if they don't really let people dress up because they yeah. had like a few people had maybe a t-shirt or something yeah. like a like one guy had a Peppa Pig shirt on it. It's <laughs> Daddy Pig, and it said Daddy on it. And that I laughed. I was like, of course you like you're obviously a stag do. Like for fuck's sake, who what? How do they make a grown men's shirt that's got daddy pig? Is that not just like a just family daddy like, on it. Can't you get a family set? You could probably get a family set of pepper pe- pig beers. I didn't that's think about that because I didn't think that. I didn't think about the fact that someone would want a family set. <laughs> yeah, people do that sort of thing. So fine. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see your point now. So he's probably, he was probably wearing it ironically, but it may well be. He was obviously he, wearing it ironically. One, the kids have got one. Yes, he was whatever. obviously wearing it ironically, but it was still like, I, that caught me off guard. And you may have like a name, like there were name tags. And so some people had silly names written on it but i think the most in terms of like dressed up they got was like a, a captain's hat yeah, or something. Captain's so hat. it wasn't like a stereotypical stag do where it's like loud and rowdy and i imagine they were probably told yes like a stag do can come aboard however there's rules to follow sort of thing because some places do do that yeah so i didn't think it was really out of control or rowdy or yeah no it's fun everyone kind of kept to themselves there were name tags on but mostly everyone just kept to themselves in their own group so yeah but I was really impressed. I was really impressed because I did go into it, not in a negative way, but expecting it to not be as as craft as it turned out to be. And so, because I think I've just been ruined by the fact you go by places that are labelled craft beer right. and they're not, uh, that it was really nice to actually get on there and be like, oh, cool, it's really craft beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, and then, you know, just there are so many different beer adventures you can have in london like a good time was had i think we'll cover um we'll cover the craft beer passport yeah we'll do that as well let us know if you want us to do that as a whole separate episode because we are quite happy to go back into london i mean i'll go back into london and do Do some more research for for sure uh not a problem there but i think it's worthwhile like having another episode fully dedicated to that because actually i think this is such a good investment in the sense of there's some places like I don't think we would have gone out to the Black Horse Beer Mile, if that's what you want to call it, or to, to the Black Horse Station, if we didn't have this kind of going, oh yeah, there's exhale out there. And so I don't think I would have ever thought to go out there. Oh, I would, because I knew that World Cup was out there. And are you not following the Black Horse Beer Mile on Instagram? No, I don't think I am. It's got a whole Instagram. It's got a whole Instagram. I so don't think- I'm going to put that in the show notes because people, you need to be following this Instagram. So you know what you can go I find. Mean, okay, so take that out of the equation, right? Like, take out the black horse. So say if you're saying, okay, fine. Black horse oh, yeah, but definitely, know about that. But there's definitely the passport opens you'd you up like. to different... Yeah, it definitely opens you up to different breweries that you w- wouldn't have thought of. Yeah, so it's it's 
pretty interesting in that regard. And I think it's like, if you're out celebrating or you're in London, you're like, I'm going to be in London for something else. Is there a stop that's nearby yeah. on where I am? But I think that's definitely earned its own episode altogether about how we've got on with that. So, yeah. Um, so as part of this celebration, we also asked you what questions you wanted to ask us. And dear listeners, you've given us some interesting ones. Yeah, we've picked out sure. we picked yep. out some of the, the ones that were either the most asked or uh, the first ones to be asked and lost track after all. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we'd just take some time to answer your questions, I guess. I mean, obviously, we're always open to questions, but yeah. here's the ones that we thought we would just put out for this episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you want to just like alternate asking the questions? I can ask yeah. first and then you can answer and then I'll answer and then you ask the next one and do a bit of a round robin that sounds good cool uh so the first one that we were asked i'm not going to say like who asked some of them were duplicate questions yeah so um what are your ambitions in the beer world i'll let you answer first um i mean i think we've made it quite clear that we want to make a bit of change um you know we are making a brave noise oh we're still talking about it still talking about brave noise noise. i'm gonna (laughs) stop not gonna stop tangent 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 before you finish your thought I went into, so I have an office just about Brave Noise because now we're giving it a yeah. voice on here. Um, I went into, I've got an office in Bristol. So I have my normal office where I work and then the one in Bristol. And every so often we might have an event down in Bristol or I have to go there for work. And um, I stayed over because there was a, a women's event that we were happening. So um, I stayed overnight and the next morning I woke up and I thought, I'm not really going to do the hotel breakfast because I just can't be doing that. I'm not a big breakfast person. I just want a decent coffee. If I see a place along the way, I'll stop. And as I'm walking to my office, I saw this coffee shop, which so I was walking by on my way to my office and I spotted something that I could see in the distance was like coffee. And I was like, okay, well, that's at least a shop and it's not one of the chain places like let me just walk closer and see and it's called the barista's coffee collective uh it's literally just down the road from my office and i popped in there first of all the staff were super nice and super chatty and secondly i let me get the box for you i ordered my eyes coffee and as i was waiting for it to be prepared i looked over and what do i see but boxes of girls, girls who, who grind, grind. which we love obviously grind. we've talked about them before yeah. we've seen them used in collaboration beers like all that love them and this was the oh my goth which was the velvety chocolate toasted almonds and deep caramel notes love the box love the name and actually a lot of the coffees usually are like chocolate and fruit and i was like this one doesn't even have the fruit in it this is just straight like sweet goodness it smells amazing. I've had it. It tastes amazing. Ooh. We've done like cold brew style on some yeah. of them, which is like, um, it's not even cold brew. We've made it like Japanese style and it's so good. So I basically, how this relates to Brave Noise, I started talking about this. Yeah. And I was like, love their stuff. And they were like, yeah, they're so good. And I said, yes, they get used in, um, they, they noticed I had a heist t-shirt on. Yeah. And they were like, what does your heist brew t-shirt mean? And I went, Oh, it's it's a it's a brewery in Sheffield, and I said, funnily enough, we used uh, girls who grind in our International Women's Day, and then they're like, "What's that?" 
So then I started explaining to them what International Women's Day was. And I think they might know someone that works at um, Wild Beer Co. Because they were like, okay, I'm going to see if Wild Beer Co. does that. Um, I know so-and-so. And then it turned into me finding a way to work out brave noise in there I was like you should ask them if they do an international women's collaboration brew day and I explained all about it and then I was like and while you're at it I mean if you're really into inclusivity and equality you should ask them to like brew a brave noise and if you know a brewery and you want to like you want them to showcase how great they are and stuff get them to do a brave noise beer to which I started explaining what brave noise because they did ask me I didn't just go on a diatribe about it they were like oh what's that and then I explained like that's amazing so I left having talked about International Women's Collaboration Brew Day and Brave Noise Beer. <laughs> oh my God, I would buy the F out of a Wild Beer Co. Brave Noise Beer. I would as well, for sure. Oh and God. I would definitely like, if they had, if they opened up something for International Women's Collaboration Brew Day, like I would go there for that. Because that's yeah. not, I mean, Bristol's not that far from me. But it's just the way that I went in for a coffee. They were so chatty and they were asking me questions about like my t-shirt and they were like, that's really cool that you like girls who grind. And we were just having a good conversation and it just led to me being able to talk about International Women's Collaboration Brew Day and Brave Noise. Amazing. (laughs) That was like, I'm going to work them both into this conversation as much as I can. But Uh, but anyways, back to your ambitions. I think those are our ambitions. I mean, I'm talking for you as well at the same time What's what's your specific ambition? It's like separate, I guess, just as an individual versus as a podcast. I mean, I just want to make beer accessible to everyone because it should be. And I think we should all drink the beers that we love. We should be allowed to drink the beers that we love without prejudice or without people telling us well you should like this beer like or don't tell me that beer should taste like beer like beer can taste like whatever I want it to be we should all be able to do that and I am fully here to support anyone that wants to learn about tasting beer who wants to just drink beers whoever you are I'm here to support you do that but particularly those that are marginalized yeah I think for me separate to that like yes I echo all that as well um and I think for me on like a like a more personal level in terms of um, obviously we just said how you are going to be working in the, the beer industry. I, know, I can't talk about that because I've already done it. <laughs> in, an, in an ideal world, like I would love to work in the beer industry, but I really love my company. Like I, the company I work at are really good and they really love like individuals and our individual personalities and hobbies and interests and they really advocate us doing lots of things in our hobbies and interests and not just being focused on the business and my company is amazing the people I work with are amazing and I love being a project manager and that's really hard to translate into the beer world so as much as I would love in an ideal world I would love to do like marketing and um, events and stuff when it comes to beer uh but I love my job so much that I really wish that it's just something I could do on the side (laughs) like if that was a side hustle and just (laughs) evenings and weekends like I would love doing that obviously that's not sustainable for anybody the brewery nor myself because there's they don't just need someone part-time they need someone full-time if you need someone part-time like I've got you um (laughs) or like for specific small events like I got you I will donate time but um I think in that sense I just want to keep being a part of the community and volunteering at festivals and just still being in that scene without having to give up the job that I love and the well the company that I love working for yeah um if I can do more things on the side I would absolutely love that in terms of the beer world 
Um, I love pouring. I genuinely, there's something oddly satisfying about pouring beer. She's a very good bar just, manager as well. I just she really can, would. She can manage a beer bar. I'm like you there, you yeah. there. What's something wrong with that? Let me fix oh, let it. me fix it. <laughs> she can do it. She can do it. Uh, take a payment while pouring a beer. Yeah. Um, oh, thank you. That's very kind of you to oh. say. But I mean, I love I love doing that, and it's oddly satisfying just pouring a beer. So uh, for me, it's like if I can keep being in the community, surrounded by beer people, without having to give up the career that I already love that for me is like and also like we, like we said it's spreading the word of brave noise yeah. international women's collaboration brew day and equality and inclusivity doing this podcast with you that's that's my ambition really yay uh, right so question number two how do you balance work and beer stuff slash podcast stuff Very I ask this a lot <laughs> Very delicately, yeah. um, it, we have a shared calendar yeah, that we, we use in Google uh, to keep track of the days yeah. that we're around. This is a bit of a look behind the scenes, but we have a shared calendar in Google. We let each other know when we're busy and with other things that aren't beer related. We put in our recording dates in there. Um, yeah, I think for me, it's really hard because I for both of us it's hard because we have our own things for me I I do you know D&D yeah. on a set night of the week I've got uh, brownies yeah there's yeah we have to give time to our spouses yeah we have to include the husbands in there at some point and non and you know I've got my I've got the dog I've got to do yeah like I've got to make sure she gets that attention as well yeah. there's definitely uh, been a few late nights on things holiday like yeah. needing to have holidays and stuff as well I mean there's been yeah. times that I'm like I'm going away but I'm only going to a house if I need to record I recorded in Whitby once I think because we had to yeah. go you had terrible glassware father-in-law out I think I have like a call calling but you did think you had a calling glass <laughs> and I and I specifically I had other glasses to choose from but I was like I'm using this one because it. it's funny we're going for it because I'm also like a kind of a troll I think sometimes <laughs> it's a bit funny um I would say really careful planning and just trying to find the balance where like we do try to batch record a few in a row if we can if we know that we're going away so that we don't have a pressure because like I guess Joe for you you record like you edit it so yeah that that takes a bit more time and like I think we're quite good at being like yeah we're very organized we get it as organized as we can but also if we're just like you know what I'm not feeling it let's not there's been like, times let's not do this yeah, I think there there's been times that like, I've said I'm actually yeah. like I think I was physically ill and I tried yeah. everything and I was like I am sick <laughs> yeah, no, I don't do think it. I can record tonight and you were like it's fine don't it's worry. fine we don't need it like we, we work it out like that and like sometimes I feel like I don't sleep <laughs> people often ask me if I don't sleep because I you know I do the the beer school stuff as well um it's all about it's going planning. on half 10 I know it's late tonight like this one's going to be a long one we'd already established that tonight was going to be a long one doing stuff tonight um and it's also like you'll look at from a podcast standpoint people are like oh what oh make sure you batch record that'll be done it's difficult to batch record when you're drinking 7.5 percent beers we have <laughs> like, to be strategic don't we because like, yeah we've got to be strategic we were like a lot of those come in you know 750 mil sharing bottles we can't do that on our own so we had to make sure and this is part of the I think we said it on the episode part of the reason why we got beers that we couldn't drink for quite a while 
that were maybe heading out towards passes BBE because we knew we had to be together yeah to record the episode and it's where, where we live in our schedules it's hard to make sure we're together on a night yeah that we can drink because you may not have noticed not everyone knows this but we don't live near each other <laughs> about two hours drive yeah we're about two hours away everyone thinks Um, we're like around the corner we're like two hours away from each other yeah and so planning all of that trying to plan if we've got a guest on trying to plan around their schedule as well because we want to be as flexible for that as possible and so like we've got some ideas kicking about that we've been looking at for a long time and we're waiting for the right beers and we're waiting for the right time to do it and sometimes we've got beers sat over there (laughs) that we have to hang on to for a while because the time's just not right so you know it's all about planning it's about organizing um it'll be weeknights we don't like we have to say on a weeknight because of our day jobs and you have to factor in dinner as well getting home from work having dinner everything sitting up recording we can't start on a weeknight until about half seven on a weekend we can be a bit more flexible but then it's like you don't want to spend your whole weekend recording after you've just spent your whole week you know and do we want to and and do we want to record an episode about barley wines on sunday night when we've got to get out for work the next day (laughs) or on a weeknight when you got to get out spoiler alert yeah (laughs) we did we decided not to do that (laughs) we decided Um, against it yeah we decided that wasn't a good idea so it's like it's planning back what we want to put in an episode we have to be like in an ideal world we'd have this 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 and this yeah but where we're in separate locations and it's 440 or 330 mil at a minimum yeah we just can't sustain that in one episode and uh yeah so you know we just make it we make it work yeah I think it's a lot of understanding on both of our sides uh and planning and shared I think we just make a good (laughs) shared shared diary is shared diary we make a good team we're not on holiday at the same time. We make sure we're not on. Yeah, we're not allowed to be on holiday at the same time. Um, if we are, we better be on holiday. See, at the we same probably place. should be on holiday at the yeah. same time. That would make it easier. I feel like that um, would mean that then it wouldn't get edited because then like, like we'd we'd struggle to get it all done beforehand. Well, it's like yeah, I'd have to write the episode, yeah, and record it, then you'd have to edit it, and it would be mm. yeah. I think we're very good and at balancing split the each work. Other out, yeah, know? split the work. Like Tori does the writing, I do the editing. You know, I tend to do it all yourself. I wouldn't say to be fair. I think I, uh, at least more so before we, because we've had a break for a while. Not so much. People don't know that, but behind the scenes, because we're being behind the scenes now, we've had a break for a bit just because holidays and everything's been so crazy. So we had a few things recorded, um, so it was just like easy to release. But I tend to do the more of like I might reach out. I might be the person that sends the email to reach out to somebody about stuff. I will do the arranging of that yeah unless it's someone that joe has spoken to like if joe's spoken to someone already like she'll arrange it uh but if it's like a reaching out to someone i might do the reaching out at, at a random point in time and then i'll do the writing but then she does the editing and i personally feel like the editing is definitely <laughs> the harder path the harder thing on there uh, for i mean sure. i'm not so gonna deny it <laughs> Like is, it takes yeah. a long time. And I, I recently had to change. I don't want to hear myself though. So No, she doesn't want to hear herself. So I, I can literally make her say whatever because she never listens to him back. Um, it's, it's, a I, it's a good job I like her and that I'm nice. Oh, please don't do like a um, <laughs> deep fake of me saying something like <laughs> horrible. I'm always kind to you, don't you worry. I trust you. Um, <laughs> trust, that's another thing, trust. Yeah, trust. <laughs> we trust each other to do the right thing. Um, but yeah, I did, like there's definitely work into it. I've just changed... Um, I say just I've, I've been experimenting with a new uh video editing software so that that now it takes longer but the quality is better and things we can do with it better so you know and as well I think if you look back at our original 
episodes and to now, like I think you can see where we've, you know, we've tweaked things and you know, and like shout out to Rob. It's like he's yeah, shout out to Rob because Rob, his mic, Rob uh, gave us these microphones, like it's like let's borrow mics from him. Yeah, we've got you know, I've got lights, and uh, when we did the recording in London like we've invested in little bits of kit along the way so that we can do things like that like we just built it up over time and but I think it's it's the having fun as well while you record because it's yeah. like if we can if this wasn't fun <laughs> we I don't think we'd do it, do it. <laughs> uh, but I think part of the reason why we have such late nights is because we get sidetracked of like yeah. having good conversation we either have good conversations on the yeah. recording or after the recording when we're finishing our beers that's happened so many catching times. up it's like a nice catch-up as well yeah. for us so that's part of like if we're having a shit day, that helps bring that balance yeah, there. To be like, our, I've had a shit day. Let's you know have what? a beer and have a conversation. If we have our well-being moment where we check in and we see what's happened and are we okay? It's usually at the start, okay. it's like, oh yeah. my my day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we'll do that, and we'll have a little bit of beer, and it, it's a good time. It's yeah, good time. so that's that's yeah. how we do it. Um, I feel like after we've had this little conversation, this might be a good time to chuck in. We might have some messages from some friends of the show that we might want to put in oh um so let's see if people have sent us some little messages congrats on the 100th episode thanks for bringing us on this journey with you and we're looking forward to having a beer with you at longley park beer festival joey from beer in the city here congratulations on reaching 100 episodes i am honored have been one of those 100 episodes you are smashing it doing more for the beer scene than like anyone else so keep it up happy centenary women's brew podcast massive congrats to joanne and Toru for reaching 100 episodes of the amazing a women's brew podcast it's been such a pleasure to feature on the podcast in the past to talk about all the amazing things that breweries in the uk and beyond are doing with brave noise beer to help fight discrimination and harassment in the industry one thing i will say about a women's brew is that they are not scared to ask the difficult questions and to fight the good fight. And we really appreciate that. And I'm absolutely honoured to have been a guest on it. Here's to 100 or even a 1,000 more. And remember, beer is for everyone. Hey, it's Natalie with Beer Feelings. I wanted to take a speedy quick second to wish my favourite girls from across the pond congratulations on hitting 100 episodes. This is a huge milestone. I hope you are drinking a killer beer to celebrate. But... I've learned so much from the both of you. My dog is also celebrating, he's making some noise, but learned so much from the both of you about the beer space, about being a proud woman in the beer space. And it has been such an honor to be a guest on your show. So cheers ladies, keep on keeping on. Hey Tori, hi Joanne. Massive, massive congratulations on your 100th episode. Um, Obviously you can kind of have your 100th episode without your favorite brewery just popping in to say hello especially me and um oliver obviously just massive massive congratulations um keep on doing the awesome work that you're doing you are brilliant and wonderful uh, women and humans uh just thanks for kind of being here and representing keep it up and we look forward to watching more of them Woo! yeah bye Hey, Tori and Joe, uh, congrats on your 100th episode from everyone here at Full Circle. Uh, absolutely love the podcast. Uh, and uh, once again, it was an awesome uh, to have us on the bar uh, at your bar uh, at Arundel and Friends. So uh, 
yeah, hopefully we get to be a, a guest in the next 100 episodes. But uh, yeah, well done on the 100 episodes. Here's to 100 more. Cheers. Hi, Terry and Joe. Congrats on 100 episodes. Can't believe I've been listening to your podcast for so long. Congrats. Congratulations, Joe and Tori, on reaching such an important and outstanding milestone. A hundred episodes of your podcast. Thank you for building a more inclusive environment around beer. Educating, entertaining, and just being awesome people within the industry. Can't wait to see what happens next for you guys. Ah, wasn't that nice? It's nice. We love all of you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being part of being part of our journey, letting us be part of yours. Like I think one of the real things that I love about this podcast is the relationships that we've made with with other beer people, with brewers, with you know other people in the beer industry or beer adjacent, blah blah blah. Like it's so good to see all these different types of people that do different types of things, but we're all kind of in the same boat in that we love a good beer. And we're well, on the same with everybody else. floating rock in the yeah. sky. <laughs> I love it. It's um, it's just like I think it's funny that we've just like come from a place where when we started this, we we're like, oh, we're just gonna like. I think we just didn't even know how long we could sustain it for, let alone no. hundred episodes. Obviously, no one's really asked us this, but just to say, like, I don't think we ever thought this far ahead of like no. sustaining it for this long. First of all, and second of all, I don't feel like we ever thought we'd see us doing guests because I just think we no, were like I didn't well think we were we, gonna do guests I think we were so like we have to we have to be finally tuning what we're doing before we can even think about yeah. bringing guests on and I don't think we ever hit that point where we were like well we're finally tuned enough for having guests it no. just someone just happened asked us. one day yeah I think they were just like do you want to do this and we we're like uh yeah okay <laughs> I think in parallel there was like two conversations someone asked us and then another person had a conversation we were yeah. like I mean you can come on the podcast if you I think I said like you can come on the podcast if you want but yeah if you want to and they were like yeah sure and I was like Joe I think I just <laughs> yeah she was them. like I think we got a guest I think we, we got a guest like we had to go like upgrade uh, I had to go pay for Zoom <laughs> and, and then that, that's things. it it's like then we had to like up that's part of yeah. the upgrade situation is it's like we had to get yeah. the right Zoom account and then we had to make sure we had you know all these other things and then like we got invited to go on like homebrewed feminists and I was just yeah. like someone wants us as a guest on there but like what like it was one thing to have a guest on to have guests on your podcast it was yeah, nothing to, to even be asked to be on someone else's podcast it was like homebrewed feminists you're on and then I'm just gonna put this up here by the okay. way before I continue my thought um this is what I'm drinking it's really great three things thinking just- about guests Boom, I'm drinking a Three Hills. At that, three great. Hills were our first guests. So that's they brilliant. They absolutely that were. Yes, they were. And they gave me my first favourite craft beer beanie. So literally, yeah. right. Andy, amazing. And every, every time yeah. I see him, when I say hi to him, like he's just super nice, super sweet, an amazing person. And the beers are always really good. The beers are always um, really good. But I thought I'd just take a moment to say, speaking of guests, yeah, drinking this, yeah. it's fucking so good yes um um can you say what it is because obviously the oh listeners sorry can't see yeah you. if you're listening sorry i forget sometimes because i can see me uh <laughs> it is a forbidden cocktail strawberry daiquiri fruited sour 5.5 percent and yes yeah, a daiquiri that sour. might be a little uh spoiler for what's coming up 
next yeah i mean it's kind of but also i didn't have it on that particular episode it's 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 a Um, precursor to what may be coming soon tasty af so i really enjoy it so anyways what i was saying was i don't think we ever hit a point where we thought we were going to have guests let alone be invited to other people's and then we were invited to homebrew feminism and i was on points of brew and you were on beer feelings and yeah beer ladies pod and i've been on pub trotters as you've been on way more than i have (laughs) like you are way more sought out on beer feelings twice yeah we had you, Natalie on twice we've had Natalie on yeah and uh we've had so many people so many good people on I'm not going to name them all because I'll forget someone and someone will get sad um <laughs> but you everyone that's been on has been amazing um if you haven't been on and you want to drop us an email we were gonna make this eclipse like we're like we could just make a hundred episode clip right. episode but then we were like no let's not do that yeah, no, so we're, not gonna, we're that. not gonna call everyone out but, no, but what no. I do miss about those the segments that we started with, because I think we started at going from people that were maybe slightly more established or had been brewing for like quite a while and had a bit more of a backlog and then we started speaking to people that were newer and maybe yeah. didn't have that same back catalogue of beers but what I miss from those conversations with people that had the back catalogue was the name that beer. Because I really liked that segment oh, of like reading out someone's segment. description and then having the face of panic, like Matt yeah. from Siren being like, Oh, bless him. I think I know this one as well. And like you'd like say one and then I'd be like, That's not the one. And he was like, Oh, oh yeah, no. <laughs> we if you if you haven't listened to any of our early interviews, go back through either on YouTube or on our on wherever you listen to your podcast um go back to our early interviews because i think i think that was a brilliant it was a brilliant feature i think we can we can bring it back we We just haven't had we never made our leaderboard either i have it saved oh you do i do have it saved we didn't do anything like fancy or fun with it and we never figured out tiebreakers like we never really thought because we had a few tiebreakers we had a few that were very good at picking out their own beers we did some um, people i think studied before they had I to think some people must have heard before heard what was coming before but i really like i miss those segments and those mm. are like no one's asked this question but if i could bring a segment back that like <laughs> we've done before it yeah, would be named that bit. but one. i think where we have people like mirakai who we had interviewed before but they're like a fixture now yeah for good reason absolutely love them but they're like a fixture now i feel like now that time has gone on we can sit there at you know a year from when we first interviewed them just for example and be like cool now you've got enough beers we're gonna do name that beer yeah we should oh well, we need to have them back on definitely talk about development of the i think we need to revisit people yeah. a year on from their episodes yeah, or so, at least like the idea. newer breweries we need to revisit them a year yeah. on from their episode yeah and then we'll have enough backstock there to do i mean emma and ollie won't turn it. us down because they love being on the podcast they so. might do they might be like no we're too big never <laughs> i don't believe <laughs> i don't believe kidding. it they would never they are so it. sweet no, would never do that <laughs> uh next question yeah. is there such a thing as a summer stout yes next question <laughs> Yes, full yes. stop. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I I believe that stouts are for life. So yeah, they are all year round. But I think- um, can I point out, it's not available now, which makes me sad. But um, Mothership, who is another brewery that we had, we have interviewed uh, the lovely Jane. They made an absolutely beautiful rose and cardamom 
Summerstale, mm. and it was a beautiful. So yes, there is such a thing as a Summerstale. You've got to try and find it. Tropical stouts can be Tropical quite complimentary stouts. as well. And I mean, um, if, if we're going to get all beer styly about it, should we, should we drop some knowledge? Oh yeah, because it's slightly <laughs> light. It can be slightly lighter. Um, but um, foreign extra is a stronger version of a of like a Guinness type stout. Um, got a bit more kind of dried fruit flavors to it, and it's higher ABV. Um, those are widely drunk in much hotter countries. So like, yeah, again, I know porter, but Echo Black, mm. like literally Smoke porter. <laughs> we'll amazing. drink it. All year, all year round, but all like summer round. as well, because I feel like it goes yeah. really well with certain barbecue, like, barbecue foods, summery foods yeah. as well. Um, I can't wait for you to try the is like a peanut butter stout that oh, I brought yes, back from that. Greece, yes. and I'll hit you with knowledge when we actually talk about that okay. episode. Um, I don't want to spoil it all now, but there is a reason why I would actually say that's quite a good summer stout as well. Okay. It's a stout. Um, this just means people. Just Right. Finding the right one, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think I think if you like, if you really don't like dark beers, then no, <laughs> there isn't going to be a summer stout. For you. Well, yeah, if you're like, if if you're like, yeah. is there a summer stout? Like, not with right. like, if you're like, yeah, oh, there is not with that, not with that attitude, <laughs> not with that attitude, there isn't. But um, if you're open and willing to try things, then I think anything can be for any season. I think for me, I struggle more to have the the fuller heavier stout but i think as well if we look back at like when we've discussed things you are quite seasonal in your tastes like when it gets to autumn you're well into your pump like you really that's just like, because that's because, the time of year i can get the pump but as well no but as well but like do you get you like you really emote mm. about things in particular seasons like that that you like you really get into that i mean I love an autumn. I love a, you know, I love a brown. I love a pumpkin. Like, yeah, that's kind of. Yeah, no, that's true. Like, marzins and October stuff for me. I'm like, oh, that is. That time of year. I love it. And at Christmas, I want something a bit boozier, a bit darker. But I'll drink dark beers all year round. Like, I'm not necessarily one of these people that's like, oh, it's summer. Let's let's drink lagers. Like, I'll drink lager whenever. I see. Yeah, I think I drink everything year round, but I think there is like specific Mm. flavors of things. So Mm. like I might drink a stout year round, but the different type, like I might not want a tropical, like for me, I might not want a tropical stout in winter. I might want something that's a bit like gingerbread <laughs> yeah or like yes yeah, like I might like want a pastry stout yeah. that's like a fuller mouthfeel and yeah. uh the higher ABV and, and all, I mean I'll still drink it in summer but like when I really crave it will probably be more winter um but yeah no I probably do have things that I crave more in certain yeah. seasons but yeah, yeah. I think Stouts year round, man. Stouts, stouts are for life. Everything year round. I'm not. A, I'm not All a barley wine. I'm not a barley wine is for life person. I'm a stouts are for life person. Hilariously, I do have a barley wine is is life shirt now. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Where did you get that from? Doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll cut that bit. <laughs> I mean, you can say it. It doesn't matter though. Don't worry. It's a siren shirt. It's Barley, oh, okay. barley wines are life and it's like a big barrel on the back of it it's like a, the maiden on the front and then uh yeah yeah, yeah. It, i needed it i was like <laughs> i don't really feel this way but i don't not feel this way so. okay okay <laughs> um so next question i like i feel like this needs to be a whole episode and we need to get pip on for this now i'm wearing, I'm wearing my coven 
t-shirt and i'm gonna call out who i got my coven t- my one out of two <gasps> coven t-shirts back Yay. um i'm gonna call out who had this because this was this was all pip from coven Bruce. i was say this one was very specific um, but i think she... matt also said like yeah i'd be interested, uh, in, I'll be interested in that <laughs> Um, I think so. She asked us beer, about beer and sandwich pairings. I, d- I don't even think I, I don't even want to answer this now because I think this needs to be a whole episode. I don't think I could answer this now because, to be honest, like no, we didn't I think we need to do. We some wrote down all the questions, but I never actually stopped. To, we didn't actually do a lot of prep work on the questions. We're just kind of yeah. answering it on the fly ad hoc. Yeah. I've just literally any time a question was asked, I just put it down. Yeah. Um. So I don't even think I. I haven't thought enough about this to be I think we're going to plan this we're going to get Pip on we're going to talk about this extensively yeah because you've got to talk to Pip on an episode yeah I did it I've I've met her in person that's not my fault that you were at a wedding I know I know (laughs) got invited I just couldn't go yeah no uh so I think we're going to save that we're going to park that one so if you are interested in beer and sandwich pairings uh make sure you are subscribed or however you want to make sure you're following us so that you can see that episode yeah we'll make it happen yeah uh fun beer holidays where you've met people through beer um what are we what do we mean by beer holidays can we clarify the question i don't know just as fun fun beer holidays like where you've met people through beer so i guess like if you've got we'll even just say holidays where maybe you went to a brewery or something and you've met people through beer i mean i met pippa in leeds by going up to visit Leeds um I got to hang out with um well I went on holiday I went technically on holiday to Nottingham to do Nottingham Craft Beer Festival and I went to the Smash the Pointriarchy event at Liquid Light and without knowing it ran into like all the beer women (laughs) ran into um British Beer Girl Siobhan ran into Kimberly ran into Charlotte um ran into jager ran into maz from time at the bar pod uh, had them as as guests can we just say congratulations because they are having a baby i was literally just gonna be like i just need to point this yeah, out we'll just point it out congratulations to that their other friends of the show because they, they're having a little baby um yeah so that was a fun one because i met i met all the beer women it was great yeah i think probably the most of the people that are at least women in our circle I've met from like hot like a holiday of sorts whether that be traveling for a beer festival or an event or something somewhere in the UK not not close to home um if I think like wider scale Mm. when it comes to like proper holidays not people that I'm currently like if we're talking about like not long like longer term friendships or like connections or anything um I would say Japan to be honest uh ended up going to the island of Miyajima and there's Miyajima Brewery and the it's quite small and they had such amazing beers and everyone was so friendly and nice and the owner came out and started like having a conversation in his Mm. best English with us while we tried to speak our best Japanese which was probably uh, Um. way more terrible than his best English (laughs) so um that was really cool and like like I said that's not a long-term friendship by any means but that was just like a we happened to be at his brewery and having that conversation there and he shared 
dinner bar snacks with us and it was just like it that was really cool um and then not so much beer but we went on a drinks experience from mm. airbnb uh in japan in osaka uh, there was a tour that was like a nightlife tour of doing different bars in the area and we thought we would just do that for one night because some of the places we might not have thought to have gone to on our own or some of them might be more intimidating because we don't speak the language and ended up having a really good time meeting people through there not people that I necessarily speak to anymore or anything like that but it was like a really that was a really good experience in my opinion um so yeah I would say Japan was probably one of the best holidays for meeting people especially in the capacity of alcohol so yeah fun right so this may be controversial you think yeah I feel like I could give some really controversial answers I'll probably get in trouble somehow I don't know how you get trouble in this um how has your how have your tastes changed well I'll yeah okay I'll keep it in a more pc way maybe like I won't say I won't I'll try not to say anything controversial to the best of my abilities um to be honest so since the podcast started I guess um I've probably I think we've spoken about this before I don't know if it's on or off camera I've come back around to lagers and we I think we've like discussed how this is kind of like the craft beer journey is it's like you come in and you're maybe like oh like you start liking a lager they're like oh no not lagers I'll have IPAs now and then it's like I'll have a stout I'll have this and then you get to a point where you've tried all this creative stuff and interesting stuff and then you just come back around and you go oh I didn't hate lagers I just didn't like really shitty ones once I started take like you have a lager and it's more of a mainstream macro lager and then you start tasting things that are actually good and at the time I when I was getting more into craft beer and in in this country and those good beers weren't really lagers yeah that wasn't really I didn't know any lager specific breweries to try and so I tried everything else and I went I just don't like lagers but then it came back around and now you have like Braybrook and all these amazing you know lost and grounded these amazing breweries that make amazing variations of lagers and I'm like I just didn't like shit (laughs) yeah yeah Utopian, Donzoco, New Barns like a lot of the craft breweries are putting out lagers as well that are really good now like it is it it really is that like when I first started drinking craft beer in the UK those types of breweries just weren't available like they may have been some of them may have been producing at that time but you couldn't get hold of them unless you were local to them like there's been a real boom in being able to get a, a hold of a wider range of beers being able to get hold of beers online um local places getting a wider range in like that's that's really important and I think I think through the podcast more than just tastes changing I think we've exposed ourselves to different breweries different beer styles um I've definitely drunk some breweries that I wouldn't have heard of if like you hadn't suggested them or we hadn't have decided to have a something if we hadn't have come across them somewhere and then decided to chat to them like we've definitely or someone hadn't reached out to us and yeah and said like oh "Oh, okay these people or you know I mean I think I said it with like wilderness for example because they are like quite a small brewery in Wales and they don't really like 
do a lot of advertising or anything yeah. like that. I hadn't really heard of them until the Brave Noise thing. And then I was like, well, I want to support them because you don't have a lot, in my opinion, this is what's going to get me cancelled. You don't have a lot of, um, of amazing breweries that you know about in Wales. And so I was like, oh, that's really interesting that there's this, you know, brewery in Wales that's making really interesting stuff. Yeah. I want to try them. Yeah. And I was like, cool, like done, tried. Uh, and they ended up being really amazing. Yeah. And they are somebody that like without Brave Noise, without us looking to go down that Brave Noise route. Yeah, I don't um, know if we'd have stumbled across them. I don't know if I would have stumbled across them naturally. I might have. Uh, so I would say I listened for a while. I listened to a lot of other like I listened to some other craft beer podcasts. Um, but back to the work life balance thing, I think the more we started getting doing more ourselves in the space whether that be events or episodes or stuff like that it just became like so difficult to also listen to those podcasts because it was just like all the time yeah which is fine like I like being submerged by craft beer but it was almost to a point that I was like I just have to cut like it it wasn't as fun to listen to those podcast episodes when we as soon as we started going out and doing more things because it was just too much um so yeah I think maybe if I was still listening to some episodes of like other podcasts I'd have been like oh yeah I heard of this beer or something like that um but I'm more sparing with what I listen to now yeah so maybe I maybe I would maybe I wouldn't have yeah that's fair yeah I mean I also think one thing that's changed for me is I liked saisons and vice beers and like all that kind of stuff but I would say I probably was not as happy drinking uh barley wines and mm, yeah those t- like things like that I was like no like don't don't want that the some of the boozier stuff not that I don't like the boozier stuff but like for me I was just like I'll just have a spirit if I want that and I think my taste has sort of changed when now I'm like yeah, okay, I'll have a barley wine now. Yeah, I'll and, try a barley wine. And so, and I'm more yeah. actively buying yeah. a barley wine. Yeah, definitely. I think so. Uh, what styles have you found yourself purchasing since starting the podcast? I think we just... I think that's the same. Answer I mean, that, it's the same, isn't it? I think mine is not just the podcast. And I suppose my, my self-learning about beer... I suppose part of that's the podcast, part of that's everything, everything else. But like um, wanting to take the certified Cicerone exam and build that up and build my knowledge up through that. I'm buying all the beer styles. <laughs> I, I and I was looking through the BJCP styles. I've I've been trying to get one of everything. Got to catch them all <laughs> so I can see what they're like. Um, so I've bought a lot of beer styles. Ask me about all the beer styles because. I've bought almost one of everything at this point. Yeah, I think for me, it's been more that, um, like similar to what you said in the sense of like, I'm, I'm, it's like got to catch them all in the sense of like, I see things now because I've heard about breweries that I might not have heard of. And it's not so much styles, but breweries that I'm like, ah, that sounds amazing. Like I need to try that. I think it's not so much styles. It is, I try to find things that are interesting and unique. Mm. So like the other day I saw this beer. I took a photo actually, cause I was going to send it to you to be like, Oh, I've got to tell you, I got this beer. Um, it was unity brew co. Mm-hmm. 
or unity brewing uh raspberry basil and spelt sour Ooh. and i bought that because i was just like, i bought it yeah so it's like, that just sounds incredibly you know interesting i don't think basil is in beer enough i love basil in beer people call me crazy i don't care i love a bit of basil in beer i just think like i don't know if i love it or not and spelt cause... is uh um isn't something that you necessarily always see in beer so that's an interesting flavor as well that's it it's like now i'm more attuned to i see something interesting and i'm like need to have it like uh yeah. staggering the goods bloody mary's hour i don't even like bloody mary's but i was like need to you have do, that you do have a tendency to buy beers you're like i might not like that but i'm gonna buy it anyway but like that's the thing is i'm not but then i also don't sit there and go i didn't enjoy it so it's bad right. like i'm just like i want to know that i did like that's so interesting i right. need to try it so i think right. it's less about the styles and more about how interesting it is but i think also part of it is finding these styles or being more open to buying these styles like i'm buying more barley wines and stuff like that because of the podcast because through the podcast it has made me dive deeper into the community of beer and has connected me to more people than I would have been connected to had we not done the podcast yeah and it's opened my eyes up to trying certain breweries or certain styles or certain things giving certain you know styles a second chance like barley wines that I might not have done if I wasn't it's not a direct um, it's not a direct podcast thing but it's like a offshoot of a podcast of the podcast and I think that's a top tip as well like if you don't like a beer style, if you think you don't like a beer style, try it from a different brewery. Try it like made in a different way. Revisit because, it as well because your yeah, taste is going to change. Because your taste so in change. a year's time, you might be like, I didn't like that. And it's the same thing of like, we can all say I'm still about- not a massive fan of Kolsch. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> but I have found Kolsch's that I don't mind. But there's also like the, if you think about it in the most simplest terms, like a lot of us got into beer through, in the UK scene, through Brewdog. And maybe that's not our taste anymore for numerous reasons. But when it comes to the taste specifically, we might be like, actually, I've grown and I've changed since then. Um, And you expand more and you go bigger and more flavorful or like all these different kind of things, right? In a year's time, you might be like, I don't like this now. And then in a year's time, like the lager example, when you're used to having macro lager and you have things that are more flavorful, you just think, oh, I don't like lager. Yeah. But actually, once your taste changed and it's expanded, you go back to like something that's a high quality of the same style. And you're like, oh, actually, I do like that. I think your taste can change and it does change and evolve. Yeah. But especially Definitely. the more you are exposed to, like, just changing your taste overall, you'll and be like, oh, things. more things. Actually, let's go back and revisit that. Yeah, definitely. All right, pick one hot take that you have. Uh, it doesn't make it good just because it's high at ABV. 100%. Just, like, um, it, just because it tastes like a spirit doesn't mean it's great. And just because it's a lower ABV, even it has all the flavor, doesn't make it bad. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> That's my hot take. Yeah. And I'm I also a, think... a, a, a PC right. hot take. So my hot take is just because everyone says it's good doesn't mean it is. You can still drain for it. You can still drain for if it. You if, want like, to. Just because everyone has said, oh, this is the best thing ever. If you don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to like it. You like the beers that you like. Like, I'm. 
don't let anyone pressure you into don't let anybody pressure you like that and you're weird if you don't you don't have to like ipas there i said it (laughs) you don't have to like ipas i you're wrong but uh no i'm just kidding i'm not don't be just new. I just knew. I just knew you'd react Don't be to alien, that. Alienating people. Like I'm a dark. I'm a dark beer. I'm a fruit beer. I'm a sour beer. I'm an interesting beer person. There are IPAs and paler beers that I enjoy, but if you gave me a choice of things, I'd probably lean towards the darker beers generally. Even like, in an IPA range, like you can like IPAs, right? But like, but I like IPAs, ones. but there might be certain ones that I'm like someone's right. telling me is like the most amazing right. one ever and i have it i'm like yeah it's fine and that doesn't make you any less of a of a person that enjoys beer you don't need your beer judge no. certification you don't or need cicerone to pick, or into anything more like that than just one you don't have to be qualified <laughs> to be able to taste beer and yeah. enjoy it and say what you think about it but you do need to think about what you're putting out there when you say it like say say what you say what you like any, everyone's opinion is valid yeah how you choose to voice it is maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and um but don't feel and... that your opinion isn't valid just because you're no. like i didn't agree with the majority yeah. no because you still because valid. everybody ta- everybody tastes things differently you're an expert on what you taste but also don't let anybody tell you that you have to like this brewery or you have to like this kind of beer or yeah american beers are the best or european beers are the best blah blah, blah. there's so much beer out there there is i believe there's literally a beer for everyone you just got to find the right one. And if you don't like what everybody else says, try something different. You'll find it. Message us because we'll be able to help you find something guaranteed. Honestly, and I think that's the thing is sometimes people, it is the legwork of having to try to find what works for you. And I think a lot of people get into it and they go, here's what I associate beer as. So I don't like that. And they might try one thing and go, well, that's very different to what I associated beer as, but I also hated it. So I'm done. And yeah, it does take trying on quite a few different styles, so to speak. Yeah. To find the one that's maybe the right style, the right flavor, or the right brewery for you. And I think it can be a challenge. So it's, it is intimidating. It can be a challenge. It's just surrounding if you want to be open to trying to find something that's right it's just about engaging with the right people who aren't going to judge you if you're like yeah I don't like that you know I don't like that Pliny the Elder or something right. like that you know I mean if if you're surrounded by people that will judge you for not liking it that's not going to help you because you're just going to go it's not worth the judgment we're not about any gatekeeping here at no. Great. <laughs> no. uh what are your top favorite breweries of the minute this is too difficult <laughs> This is Pick like difficult. two or three. Mm. I mean, I'll right. So breweries I'll always buy from. I'll always buy from Mirakai. I'll always buy from Duration. Um, I'll always buy from Echo. I'll always buy from Heist. And I've probably oh. missed out so many people that I love. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that as well. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like, I feel like Mir- like Mirakai and Echo, and like that's given that's not even a question is it that's a, <laughs> no, i feel like those aren't a question yeah. um if we're talking about maybe breweries that are crushing it outside of the obvious ones for us like because i think there's some places that people obviously expect us to go like yeah and stuff so, and and for good reason and like ollie is one of the most talented ollie at, at Mirror Chronica, one is of the most wizard? talented brewers wizard. i have ever met uh yeah i just like so impressed and then it's like oh my god just echo black 
I talk about man. it all the time. I fucking love that man. black. Yeah. Like, oh my God, amazing. But like, aside from the ones that we always talk about, because people are probably like, yeah, we get it. You like yeah. them and, and your friends and all that. Like, yeah, right. okay. Um, my top favorites, probably Holy Goat, without a doubt. Okay. What they're yeah, doing yeah. is so interesting. Yeah. Very creative, very, I would say, unique in a lot of how they choose to combine flavors and styles. So like the flavor profiles they're going for together and then the style they choose to utilize it on as well. Sometimes it's just like really like a strawberry old brune. Like that is yeah, and it was just like so interesting. Um can I, would I say jump that in can I jump in there? Oh Tartarus. I I'll Tartarus. jump in and put Epochal in there because Epochal are really good. They're really good. They're quite difficult still to get hold of. Excellent beers. Sinister also, to be fair, like the Scottish breweries are killing it. Like yeah. Sinister, if you've never had Sinister, uh simple things fermentation, like yeah. all those that they're not as accessible across the whole of the UK. Yeah. Um but yeah, I would say definitely like holy goat. I never hesitate. Like if there's something that I want from them, I am never like, oh, what else can I put in this basket? If anything, I'm like, shit, I have to cut things out or right. things are out of stock. So that's made yeah. a decision for me. But yeah. always interesting. The flavor profile, like so interesting. The artwork is amazing. And then similarly with the artwork, Tartarus, and they're fl- like, they, crush it on flavors as well and styles and really good stuff so that's what i would say apart from the two or the the many that people already know that we would buy from again yeah um anybody else that hasn't been on the podcast that you'd be like because i'm just picking who hasn't been on the podcast i mean i'm gonna say duration again because i absolutely love duration like i heard about them and they would try like they were trying stuff um and then i went on a hunt for their purple carrot beer mm. um and i've been buying beer from them ever since because they're absolutely just everything they make is delicious they make great hazies and west coast for people that enjoy that but they also make like great that like their fermata range that's in fooders and in their cool ship is amazing they make a beautiful wit um, they do beautiful saisons in fact some of their beers they call ipas but actually they're belgians or saisons or grisettes and they're faking you out because they think you won't buy it if they don't call it something and yeah. i i got one of our one of our mutual friends to have i was like buy that i know it says it's an ipa but actually That's you'll like true. it because i uh, i know sneakily that it's actually done with belgian yeast and she loved it and she wouldn't have bought it if i hadn't said actually you will enjoy it because she doesn't normally buy IPAs. She absolutely loved it. So their their ranges are just beautiful, and they're like they're all about sustainability and local produce and all of that lovely stuff. So big advocate for duration beers. Yeah, I mean, like you said as well, like you said heist and you know heist, full circle and like full I feel circle. like I I was just trying Elusive to think of all, and siren. Yeah, I was just trying to think of emperors like who does emperors. We're, not, we're literally not gonna name like every name single one everybody. but it is that thing of like <laughs> if we were to pick the ones that are outside yeah. of the people we've spoken to or have some level of relationship with like I mean open invitation like I would absolutely love to have like duration or holy goat or Tartarus yeah. I've been trying to get Tartarus on <laughs> yeah uh, they're so busy so it's yeah. like um, 
everyone's really busy right now it is like literally coming to like the height of it is the height of festival season right now uh so hopefully we can get some of these amazing breweries on but it's like literally holy goat messaged they'll never hear this but if holy goat messaged (laughs) tomorrow and was like we want to speak to you guys i'd be like and you're done I don't care if it's inconvenient for me. (laughs) Like, I will do it. And I will happily put that beer in in order all the beer. Like, we might run into them at a festival. You never know. They're just so, like, I just feel like they are consistently crushing it. Yeah. And I feel like it would be a miss to not just call out how much they're crushing it. (laughs) Oh, Wild Beer Co. We should have Wild Beer Co. They are, yeah, they are great. I love Wild Beer Co. as well. When we did the wine episode and we had their red wine. wine yeah, Winey Beast is Winey so Beast good. Literally was probably and, um, my favourite out of all the... And I think... I whenever, know, that or Dolphin. That was like, yeah. those two were like my favourites of the um, wine episode. Whenever anybody asks me what my... If I have to pick one beer of all time, it's Millionaire. There. I don't think I've... So I think I've had it once like ages ago. Oh my I, god, that's a shocker! I, millionaire, no, so I millionaire have, shortbread stout is like literally one of my faves. So I'm gonna have to admit something. So I have the oh, millionaire, yeah. And I have the trillionaire. You got trillionaire, but I haven't actually opened them yet. They've been sat in the fridge. I think trillionaire's out of date, girl. It is definitely. <laughs> it is definitely because the whole thing was I was like, I'm gonna hold on to yeah, them, so I'm gonna do something with them, yeah. And then it never happened, and now I'm like, oh, and it was never. It's that thing of it's never the right yeah. moment to have all of these and all that. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. Um, oh, I feel like another one we didn't even name, Unbarred, but again, that oh, falls under the that falls under the like rank of like, their flavors yeah, are always on point, always and they're so really good. interesting. Like, yeah. The stuff that the flavors they like, choose. To apologies do. to anyone we haven't said because we love you all. We're just, you know, it's late at night and we may be missing people out that we absolutely it's love. Literally, oh we God. love you all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got the next one. We've only got two. Questions. Um, well, this is a good one. Greatest achievements, or what are we most proud of today? I mean, so many things. Being the putting getting our faces on a can of Brave Noise beer. Um. Being part of International Women's Collaboration Brew Day. Um, God, I think there's so many great things. Yeah, there's yeah. those getting names and faces on cans. Doing our first um, beer collaboration. Literally with getting Heist. invited to do yeah. a collaboration. Like, please, anytime you want to invite us. Yeah, if you want us to come brew with you, we're really hard workers. We'll come brew <laughs> it. I work really hard. I don't work really hard. You don't even have to put my face or name on a beer. Yeah, like, I was just, just if you're just like, I need some help today, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, as long as it's like a, not a day I have to take off work, um, I'll do it. I love yeah. it. Being commissioned to do a podcast for Women on Tap Festival. Yes, that, I was going to say, um, I've got the International Women's Collaboration Brew Day Women on Tap beer, actually. Yeah. I think we did it with track. I've got that. Okay. Um, so I'm excited to try that. But yeah, that was like amazing. And I think like getting asked to curate a bar at Arendelle. Yes, like, that getting, was such Getting a asked to be like, yeah you're going to have a section of bar and you can just pick what you want on it and yeah. just serve the beer like dough. and having the opportunity to really put full circle and echo and heist in front of those people because we and the styles because it's not even just the brews no. it's like the styles that we, we chose i was really proud yeah, of yeah we surprised and delighted a lot of people with those beers i think that was that they was all went down i think we tapped out our two out of three yeah 
Yeah, definitely. And we almost tapped out of the third yeah. as well. So yeah, it was good. And just the people that we've met along the way. Yeah, I think it's just like forming those relationships, really. Yeah. Um, it's really hard because I don't think I could pick just one great moment. It's been, it's just been really good. The fact that people want to talk to us or still yeah. want to listen to <laughs> us. I'm like, that's a great achievement. You still can't believe it. She can't. Uh, people at work have been like, so what is your podcast then? And I'm like, <laughs> is a women's room. You probably don't want to listen to it. It's fine. Oh my God, stop <laughs> saying that. You're really bad at promoting us. I am really like it's a garbage terrible. person when it comes to running because I don't like attention. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's okay. I'm probably going to disappoint you anyways. So, uh um craziest podcast ideas um, most you, interesting uh, u.s road trip let's go <laughs> i feel like there's some that are more realistic that are like lofty that we could do but yeah. like i'm not going to name them because we could end up doing them but there's been some that have required a lot of uh a lot of beers which would be quite a lot for us to try to manage as we were saying earlier in one episode i'm thinking of uh the thing that I think you'll probably know what I'm talking about and it requires multiple episodes I don't know what you're talking about the beer bracket oh yeah so we keep having this idea for a beer bracket where no, we don't like... say all the ideas because someone else might take oh, it someone might... someone's not going <laughs> to take it anyway that's a lot of beers and it's like that it's a lot well of we'll say it we'll say idea. it but if you take this idea we're gonna know we're gonna we're gonna it. let you know yeah we're gonna know you take if it, it comes um, out after us we're gonna be like obviously yeah. you've taken the idea but we were thinking about doing like supermarket bracket yes yeah, not because bracket. we love super, supermarket not because no. we necessarily buy from supermarkets <laughs> so that's that we promote the idea but just the fact that it's like the idea that we're like supermarkets have come so far and it's like who actually has the best yeah of we've been like fleshing out the we fleshed out the i just say either i went and looked i've been in the sainsbury's for a while and i went and looked in the sainsbury's the other day and i was like oh <laughs> it is a very particular it's like one particular brewery is like two breweries, and i was like oh, like, oh okay <laughs> i'm gonna go look at the belgian beers bye <laughs> yeah but then they also have like uh <laughs> bottles of like Ninkazi right, Rosé right, and shit. You're like, oh, okay, oh, okay. Cool. okay, I'll take one of those. Um, then, I guess. Yeah, we thought like I think that was like the most lofty idea was trying to do that, and yeah, that, the, the logistics for that was. It we was, didn't totally ditch yet. it. It's just no. it's not happened yet because it's really it's on difficult. the it's on the to record sheet. <laughs> yeah, it's just like when we can figure out when we flesh it out more. Yeah, and we uh maybe we have to be in person for that because I think just, so. I think it's too difficult yeah. and we've got to find a way to make it a bit more interactive um yeah that's perfect u.s road trip would be amazing. u.s road trip european road trip i think uh, probably Belgium. like um out of the uk out of the uk trip yeah. would be cool yeah. i think that would be really cool that's Agreed. again logistics <laughs> agree uh i guess final final question what do you anything that you kind of want to see happen going forward in the next 100 episodes and many more in our next 100 episodes i want us to interview more amazing people and introduce you dear listeners to even more amazing beer experiences breweries beers beer styles um we want to find you the beers that you want to drink um we want to go interesting places um and yeah we we want to dominate the world World domination. Um, domination. That's my plan. <laughs> be a domination. Uh, I think for me, yeah, like obviously love a bit of world domination. Um, 
I think in addition to like everything Joe said I think I'd love to be more interactive like I'd love to find a way to evolve to be more interactive like not all the time but I've always like loved the idea of twitch streaming or like something because I just don't work out how to do it though it's really fucking hard (laughs) first of all uh but I would love the idea of being like let's find a way that's I struggle with Instagram live just because it's like you have to be on your phone and it's really hard to like read the conversations and type back. And some people don't, you know, some people want to have type like text conversations and stuff. So I'd love like Twitch really accommodates that. So I think it would just be cool having ways to have more one on like one-on-one sort of engagement in that sense but let's know if you want (laughs) let's know if you want to do want us to do a live stream we're like uh we've never done like we haven't really done any like people like you should do a patreon i'm like what we can offer on patreon like what do people so that's not really one of my ambitions because i'm like what do people want from us on patreon i know uh live streams was one of my ambitions like twitch or something but i just don't know if people would want that or what they'd want t-shirts but like do you just want us to have random shit talk session not shit talk yeah, sessions just but just like having away. a beer and chatting shit live and chatting yeah. to you guys or are you like do please you, absolutely yeah. do not do that let's like, know let's know what you want we've got 100 episodes to go yeah, yeah. let's know what else you want a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com well, I guess we've come to an end now. Yeah. A natural end. Yeah. Uh, that was a really good time. Happy 100 episodes, Happy Jo. Happy 100 episodes. <laughs> Can you believe? I, I still can't believe we got here. And I can't believe I you the fact that we were like, we were like, right. we are just going to keep doing this even if no one listens. And surprisingly, yeah. people keep listening. listening. You keep talking to us about it. We love you all. Let us know what you want to hear from us because we are open to whatever you'd like to if hear from us topics breweries whatever yeah. i mean you already do let us know and yeah. keep letting us know because we really want to do that Brewing and again sandwich pairings open invitation open invitation to anybody that's brewed a brave noise yes. beer, wants to brew a brave noise beer uh I've has got some anything in my fridge to do now. with a brave noise beer like please talk to us because we want to do that so yeah uh, otherwise i'm just going to drink what i've got in my fridge <laughs> And I won't get to talk to you about it while I drink it. That'll make sad. us very sad. Yeah. Yes. Um, Tori, if people want to suggest episodes to you, where can they find you? Yeah, if you want to suggest episodes to me or you want to see me figure out how to Twitch stream. <laughs> if, if it's worth the effort of figuring out Instagram how to Live, stream. YouTube Live. What do you want to see? Oh, God, that's... I think my gamer instincts say Twitch. So I'm like, that's what I could figure out how to do. Uh, Yeah, if you want any of that or, yeah, you've got suggestions, you can reach out to me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism or on adventuresinhoptimism at gmail.com. And then you can also email the podcast uh, where I will probably pick that up. Maybe Joe, we'll see. <laughs> it's a women's brew podcast at gmail.com. And Joe, if people want to talk to you about podcast ideas, where can they speak to you? You can find me at my beer school, which is Love Beer Learning. And I am on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest. I run a website, like I'm saying I today. Um, I have a website which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk and you can email me directly at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. And don't forget, the podcast is a woman's brew pretty much everywhere. Come find us. Right, so to 100 episodes, 
Super excited. So excited. Cheers. Cheers.